welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and rips apart your office looking for a bug for every movie show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a rating on a podcast app, which is the best thing you do for any podcast other than like just asking me for my PayPal account and like donating like a few thousand dollars. That's really the best thing. But second best thing, giving us a good review on whatever podcast app you're using. And with that, today's episode is about The Punisher, Season 1, Episode 7, Crosshairs. Original air date was November 17th, 2017. And let's just pretend you don't remember exactly what happened in that episode. So here's a quick rundown of what happens. So you know how last week we saw Lewis accidentally and then purposefully kill O'Connor? Well, he's really gone off the deep end now and almost shoots himself. This is not an easy story to watch. Moving on, Agent Madani and Russo meet up in her office. Russo lies that he hasn't found Frank, and her partner Hernandez is not happy about it. Later on, Madani realizes her office is bugged. After finding the bug, they do nothing about it. Frank and David plan a mission to bug uh, Colonel Morty Bennett's phone. Who who, who was that? Did I, did I miss something? I don't know where, where he came from. Anyway, when Frank gets there, it's a trap set by Russo and Agent Orange. Frank successfully gets away, uh, and then they are able to track Bennett's phone to a CIA safe house. Frank has the chance to kill Agent Orange with a sniper, but the window is super bulletproof. Uh, an alarm goes off and Frank runs away. Also, Russo kills Bennett, whoever that is. Hmm. Yeah, Bennett's not seen previously, nor ever again after this episode. <laughs> mm, okay. I... I felt like I missed something in last week's episode where they're like, they find out about him and they're planning something. Like, oh, okay. All right. They're just, they, they, they just skipped a little bit of intro story here of, yeah. of who this guy is and how they learned about him and why they're going after him specifically. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is all true facts. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, he got the info from Gunner. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. So there. Okay, okay. Right. Finally, we've linked it together. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work. It's too slow. I'm sorry. We all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming. Fast fact number one: They got Bennett's name from Gunner. <laughs> I wanted to make the same joke. Right. <laughs> uh, what other fast facts do you have, Al? Uh, nothing. That was it. Just that one. All right. Uh, the title, Crosshairs, uh, I'm guessing is due to the Frank that Frank, the fact that Frank is in the crosshairs of Billy and Agent Orange. And then Frank is able to get both Bennett and um, Agent Orange in his crosshairs. So, so many crosshairs going around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we see Lewis and his dad watch part of the Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Rumble in the Jungle from 1974. Um, you know George Foreman. He's a grill guy and did mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, Rumble in the Jungle uh, was fought the same month as the first appearance of the Punisher in Spider-Man in Spider-Man number 129. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I don't know if that was planned or just a weird coincidence, but hey. <laughs> I assumed it was the coincidence. It has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it just happened that one of the most famous fights in history uh, <laughs> coincided with this. Like, they're lucky that it wasn't just, like, Joe Frazier versus um, Mickey Sullivan. I don't know, some <laughs> random ass person. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when uh Frank is targeting uh Agent Orange, he does the one batch, two batch penny and dime, which is we first heard in Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. And then my last one is Billy's wrist blade that he kills Bennett with. I thought it was an Assassin's Creed reference, was not. Um his in the comics, uh when he turns into a villain with a new name, which we're still dancing around probably until the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh he uses he his signature weapon are adamantium wrist blades. Oh. Okay. And we do, we don't know that these aren't adamantium, so <laughs> That's true. They very well could be. They just aren't um they just can't use the name yet when, when yeah. this was made, so yeah. To be fair, he didn't use a knife earlier and say this is my steel knife. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, everything he uses could be adamantium. He's he's a millionaire now, as far as we can tell. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, we we were talking about this uh back during the our rewinds for season one of of Iron Fist, right? Everything must be adamantium, as far as we can tell. Uh, <laughs> Colleen Wing's sword probably adamantium. Mm-hmm. A random car in the background probably adamantium. Yep. Anything that's specifically not that's made out of metal, but. They don't call out what metal is. So anything that's not vibranium is adamantium. Yep. Every so often, steel, titanium, alloy. Whatever the alloy is hammers made out of. Yeah, yeah. The heart of a dying star. Yeah, they no. said. Oh, they they had a name for it. it yeah, was, it's uh, like it's Uru metal in the yeah. comics. I don't know if they say it in the show in the movie. I think they said something like that. They did say something about dwarven something. Yeah. So, Uru metal. Mm-hmm. Cool. Also, if you think it's toward, forward towards Infinity War, it was not forged in the heart of a dying star. It was forged very close to a dying star. <laughs> <laughs> so they're liars. Anyway. Um, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Uh, Start with Francis Castle. Do you think anyone is willing to call him Francis? <laughs> or will they be instantly killed? Anyone uh, who's not his mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, if they don't know who he is, if they just like... Oh, oh. Um, um, you know, any spam calls that he gets on a phone, they, they're just looking at his, his legal name, Francis. Yeah, but then All he hunts them down and kills them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not f- afraid in the moment, 
a week later when he finds them, sure. Yeah. But I mean, anyone who who calls a friend Castle and it's not important. Well, first of all, if you call Frank Castle in this situation, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> because yes, <laughs> you should know he's alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's why uh, previously when uh, Billy Russo was, was trying to find Frank over the radio, he was doing it over the radio, being as far away from him as he could. He was trying to be very nice. Frank? Frank, are you there? He wasn't St. Francis. Any of that? No, he yeah. Like, wasn't he calling him, like, Raven or something? He was calling oh, yeah, him Rambo's right. code name. <laughs> Uh, no, but he, he did say, Frank, are you there? Like, he did have oh. a line there. Mm-hmm. Oh. It what wasn't as code name. What the heck? <laughs> I don't think it was to hide that. I think he was he was trying to get for the, the human connection there. Ah, by calling him a bird. Okay. That yes. makes sense. <laughs> so Frank's looking a little better than the last episode. He's working mm-hmm. out the Batfleck method with chains and heavy things tied around him. And I'm doing that, pull-ups. Is that what Ben Affleck did? Uh, when he in um, Batman vs Superman, when he's training to fight Superman, that's he actually has chains and a tire wrapped around him. Ah, okay, got it. that. That sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, yeah, you know, because you need those intense muscles to go up against Superman because they'll help somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he hasn't fought Superman. He doesn't know. He assumed. He hit Superman with his car. <laughs> and it bounced off. <laughs> Frankly, yeah. my favorite part of that entire movie, too, is when the Batmobile just bounces off of Superman. <laughs> uh, I don't remember when that happens in relation to the working out, so I was Before. assuming the working out was earlier. No. Okay. Well, I don't mind. despise that movie. I'll rewatch it occasionally. <laughs> I it, you know we make fun of it so often. I want to rewatch it out of curiosity. Yeah, watch Maybe the ultimate someday. cut. That makes slightly more sense. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, you do just watch two and a half hours of Man of Steel, then three hours of Batman vs Superman, and then four hours of Justice League, and then I don't know what you're going to do for the last two days of the week. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, let's continue our 13 hours of Punisher as <laughs> we make fun of that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he he just assumes that Agent Orange knew, uh, like, saw him. So I guess, mm-hmm. is it like hindsight 2020? It's like, yeah, he probably figured it out. Or in the moment, did he know he was revealing himself to Orange? Uh, I, It was probably like a, a they you know, deduced it. After maybe a couple of clues, right? Like, uh, he in the middle of the fight, he saw that there was a camera. Like, all right, well, it's too late. Someone has me on camera now. Um, and then he was later trying to figure out, like, okay, who could it be? Probably Agent Orange, I guess. Like, who would go after also Gunner? Um, yeah. Who would have these like, resources? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely the resources. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What if it wasn't Agent Orange? <laughs> what if he does all this stuff and it's Wilson Fisk behind everything? <laughs> Who is, I think, still angry at uh, at Castle. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. We'll just have to wait for Echo to find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Frank in the Disney Plus show. 
You think it's ever going to happen? <sighs> That's tough. Um, but yes, I mean, I do think that his kind of story will be very different from what we've seen in the Netflix show. Like, mm-hmm. e- even if he were to get his own show, like most likely it'll be like a crossover kind of thing. He'll he'll make a cameo or something. Be there for three for episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I mean, I honestly think any character could show up in a Disney Plus show, right? Okay. Like, um, you know, the just comparing this to something like The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett, like that edge of space stuff even though those are still like toned down compared to the netflix shows of the mcu yeah you could still see doing a character like the punisher in in a disney plus show uh-huh. yeah i i doubt he'll show up in a disney plus show i think if or no not if when deadpool enters the mcu and his <laughs> rated r movie hits a big they'll be open to more rated r movies just like how Logan after Deadpool one hit big. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I like at least looking at the staple we have now. Maybe in or what's been announced. Maybe the armor wars, like the more military stuff, he might show up in. But <laughs> Frank gets a suit. That'd be cool. That was a comic storyline for a while. I was I was going to say I bet that happened in the comics. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, I actually uh, so that started like the first issue of that came out and a week later I moved away from the state that has my comic book shop. And then I just haven't gone back and read any of the anything since then. So yeah. I don't know how that storyline went, but uh, it was it, it was a great setup because it was Nick Fury telling him, hey, you know, it'd be cool if you went and got the suit and then took care of these people over here. So then Frank does that. He has to break into some military compound, steal a, a, I think it was a war machine suit. And then he goes, kills a bunch of people. And then Nick Fury is like, hey, cool. You got that. Now, uh, now take that, that um, suit back. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, Frank like says, that. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's about how it would go too. <laughs> I honestly, I'm sure that was Nick Fury's assumption. <laughs> yeah, no, Fury's like, what? <laughs> like he didn't listen to me. Ugh, didn't get that. All right. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. So they make a plan to go after Agent Orange by going after Bennett. <laughs> I mean, it was. It's literally their only lead. They only have the one yeah. to work with. So, like, okay, it's 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 a possibility. All right, mm-hmm. and they got extremely lucky. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took some planning. They they found out where Bennett was, and they watched his schedule for at least a couple of weeks. Because, like David says, he entertains every Saturday night like clockwork. And I put mm-hmm. entertaining quotes. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, that is a thing that's pretty common with uh, Frank uh, doing stakeouts to make sure mm-hmm. you understand the patterns that your target is going to go with. Um, so, all right, that makes sense. It's I, I do think that they got kind of lucky with, especially at the end, because 
following him, following his phone, leads directly to Agent Orange. So that one, like, yeah, like before that specific moment, before that attack, he had absolutely no contact with Agent Orange for, I'm sure, for a very long time, years maybe. Mm-hmm. And like, this is Agent Orange's. This is his safe house, right? Uh, no, he said it's the CIA's safe house. Like they okay. have, they have a handful of safe houses along the eastern coast, the U.S. East and, coast. Okay, and like this type of guy, uh, Agent Orange, who's like high-ranking guy in the CIA. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got secret medals and everything. Uh, you think he's letting this guy who almost got killed by Frank Castle come in, and they don't like confiscate his phone. <laughs> just like while they're in there yeah yeah that's a good point he's not thinking through that <laughs> yeah or I mean, but to be fair even if they did maybe they did confiscate his phone but the phone is still like at like in the security section at that house yeah that's true i mean that again given how things go at the end of this episode and again we haven't watched next week's episode yet to re- re- refresh our memories but maybe that was his plan Maybe he assumed that that's the yeah. entire reason that Frank wanted him, or that's like a possibility that Frank wanted to track the phone, and that's why the phone was just left out in the open inside of the house to yeah. to find him. To uh, and then him he out. knew that the yeah exactly flush him out, and so he knew that Frank would have to show up, and that's why he had a ton of people there already. I assume I, I have no idea how many. Uh, commando type people <laughs> would normally be at the safe house yeah i mean i'm sure it's guarded yeah i guess but, yeah let's rewind a little bit to uh-huh. actually going in and the mission mm-hmm. um so bennett's on a military base right yes there's no security about drones flying over military base because david's using his drone support system <laughs> Uh, I mean, so I I think, I guess there are two answers to that. One, I genuinely don't know. Like, one thing everyone, I think, forgets is drones actually are kind of loud. You hear it. You know it's in the area. No, no, my dad Mm. has a drone. It's very loud. Yeah, Mm, exactly. Um, The other thing uh, that could be an argument saying it's okay is that um, by law, in the U.S. at least, there are a number of places where you cannot fly over uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of drones if you just go out and buy one by default like their gps whatever internal system knows it cannot go there like for yeah. example you know like the white house uh, i know has, i've seen as an example stuff mm-hmm. like that right so also, maybe um hmm? airports my parents live near oh, an airport yeah. here in sacramento and like like they are like like six blocks away from the airport and he can't get close to it on that. He didn't know it and didn't know what was wrong with his thing until he did some research later. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe David overrode that stuff in the drone. So that way it it can be there. And then separately, everyone else who's like working there, uh, all the soldiers are like, oh, well, if it's a drone up there, then obviously it's one of ours and someone's just practicing or, or whatever. So maybe that's maybe. an assumption. Yeah, since especially since they say later that this is a. Um, it was posed as like a um, 
a training exercise. Oh, so they could pull that in as, as part of their reasoning. Like, yeah, that drone was mm-hmm. watching you all in the training exercise. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so Bennett is being uh, dominated <laughs> when mm-hmm. um, when Frank comes in. Uh, and she's obviously working for Billy. I wonder if this yeah. is his regular dominatrix, or did Billy go to <laughs> Bennett's dominatrix and be like, we'll pay you like 60 extra bucks to call for me if someone runs in. It, it probably was his, his usual person, uh, yeah. which would make sense, makes it easier for uh, Russo to just go to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So um, it's going to take three minutes for the phone to get hacked. So he's got to stay in there for three minutes without killing Bennett, which is probably the hardest part. And also um, he doesn't want to kill any of the commandos or anyone there because they're just soldiers doing their jobs. Unlike mm-hmm. all the security guards he's probably killed over the many years. Yeah, exactly. Or um, the maybe probably innocent, quote unquote, innocent um, soldiers who he killed at Gunner's uh, land. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, okay, there's a difference between that. They were sent to private land. This is him invading a military base. That's true. Yeah. Okay. The the situation is very different. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but in both scenarios, like I, I his mindset, like I, I'm sure like he, he's gone back and forth, right? Of like, well, on one hand, yeah, okay, they were sent specifically to, to kill us and all that stuff. Um, maybe he justifies it as killing them, lets him live so that he can go after Agent Orange and get revenge for his family. Like that mm-hmm. could be part of it. Um, but also they were just following orders in that sense right like they didn't even know what they were doing they probably weren't even told that they were gonna kill two innocent men essentially yeah i mean innocent in quotes gunner was innocent (laughs) frank (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah so frank uh releases smoke bombs and i thought he killed all these guys uh, he knocks two out in there and then um, hits one with a statue in the head. Mm-hmm. But they get up at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, n- no kills for Frank in this part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in this scene, he follows Batman rules, right? Like, yeah. he's not going to kill them, but he's going to hurt them like hell. Yep. They, yeah, they, they definitely should be uh, seeing a doctor after this. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, they definitely, um, then he shoots that one guy and tells him to stay down. He shoots around one guy, tells him to stay down. He doesn't mm-hmm. shoot him or kill him because it's Billy and he's plot armor. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, after three minutes, Frank jumps out the window and almost escapes. Oh, escapes, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's spelled very similarly. <laughs> and, uh, he stopped in the tunnel by a soldier and has to shoot him. But he feels really, really bad about it. He does, yeah. Uh, I mean, the soldier lives. He he seems yeah. to have shot him in the the arm. So, I mean, his name right. is the Punisher, not the murderer. So I guess these guys are all being punished. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does he have different levels? Does Frank like? Is there ever a time where he's like, you know what? You go sit in the corner for fifteen minutes. 
<laughs> no dessert for you. <laughs> I'm I'm locking up your PlayStation Four. Um, <laughs> maybe. Um, so I I do remember a scene in season two, and I'm not going to go into details about it at all uh, for spoiler reasons. But basically, he was about to kill someone, and then someone else stops him, and he's like, "I, I mean, yeah, he's bad, but it's not murderable offense." <laughs> He's like, all right, fine, I'll do something else. So then he does. I, I don't even remember what he shoots does, him but, in the leg, yeah. Terminator style. He'll live. I... <laughs> yeah, probably something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he gets out. He jumps through a window and then he tracks the phone and then he finds a window he can't break through with a um, <laughs> sniper rifle. <laughs> you know, so I I spent a minute or two looking online. Like I was trying to think. Does that exist? Is there any kind of window that can actually stop a sniper bullet like that? Yeah. And from what I found, yeah, exactly. From what I found on the internet, uh, no. But then I remembered that this is the Marvel universe. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah, never mind. It's possible. And I just had to ignore, you know, that wasted reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is transparent adamantium. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep. So it's still not as powerful as normal adamantium, um, which is why that bullet makes a dent. Yeah. Um, but okay, all right, that makes sense. You think the bullet was adamantium? Oh, definitely. I mean, they didn't okay. specify. You know what? No. The bullet was vibranium. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which of these fictional metals is stronger? We shall never know. Or we will know when they eventually fight. But I'm I'm sure it, it depends on who's writing it at the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so he shoots his uh, vibranium bullet at the end of the magazine glass because he can't go through. And so he has to run. And we'll see what happens next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else for uh, Francis? Nope. No, my my big thing was uh, his his whole debate on uh, if he was going to kill an innocent person or not. But no, we uh, talked about that pretty well. So yeah, yep. all right. Moving on to Dina, Dina Madani, mm-hmm. the head of I think every security agency in the United States. Um, that sounds about she just right. Keeps, keeps getting promoted. Mm-hmm. As the season goes on, they don't tell us, but that's that's what's happening. You know, if you really look at the background. Uh, of her office there's just more and more uh, stuff mm-hmm. that proves it um if they made a season three she would have become leader um she would have taken over star lord's position as a guardian of the galaxy yeah yeah just her specifically just, yeah she would no, be the guardians of the galaxy uh her and uh just Groot. <laughs> well the, yeah that goes without yeah. saying um, alright, uh, she finally figures out that her office is bugged, most likely. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's um, good thinking, it, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. She figures it out. So she and Stein tear her office apart, because she is so confident that she can trust Stein. It's really strange. Like, looking back, they don't know each other for that long. Yeah, he, he becomes her partner at the beginning of the season, and then everything goes to hell. Mm-hmm. But he's still around. I mean, they barely know each other, too. Like, he's telling her that he missed another date with someone. And then she's like, 
oh, I'm sure she'll forgive you. And I don't know, maybe he's gay. Maybe he just hasn't told her. Like, they're not close at all. Yeah. True. Who do you think his date's with? Like, what Marvel character do you think his date's with? Karen Page. What, really? (laughs) They met after Madani. Oh, yeah, she just wants a story. But, yeah, why not? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, given the Netflix world, uh, oh, yeah. it's definitely not going to be Jessica Jones. And it's not Claire, because Luke would mm-hmm. kill him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Misty? Misty Knight? Possibly. I don't know if she's into his side. Maybe Colleen? Colleen likes down their luck, white guys. <laughs> she does. Well, she's um, with um, Danny at this point, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, they're they're together. Uh huh. Wow. Um. Oh, oh. Um. What's her name? Meacham. Um. Oh. Uh, Joy. Joy. Joy Meacham. Yeah. Or Harold. No judging. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We're just listing every with Harold side character now. With Harold oh. Meacham. All right. I'm still going with Misty. Okay. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. Um, Stein compare so they find the stud, and the mm-hmm. the uh the bug is in like one of the studs of her shelf. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, you they were really thorough. <laughs> yeah, they were looking all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Stein compares her to Frank. Uh, that they have similarities. Do you think Madonna and uh, Frank are similar? Um, on one hand, I would say that they're, they're both relentless in reaching their goal, mm-hmm. but I think that's where it stops, right? Like no matter what, you could always say this person is like this person in this way. Like yeah. people are complex. So like, I, I don't think that they're alike enough to warrant really saying that. Okay. I thought they were. He was implying that they were the exact same person living a double life. But oh, because you've never seen both of them in the same room at the same time. That's true. They were both outside with that one time with a car accident, but they weren't in a room. So, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, rules apply. Yeah. She was in a car. He was outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I mean, if the camera isn't a person, no one saw them together. That's right, mm-hmm. except for everyone who viewed the show. But we don't count. Yeah. And this uh Frank Donnie character is uh is uh really good at acting because Russo has no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh to be fair, John Bernthal, amazing actor. He's just like a real chameleon. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, I think we've reached the end of what we can talk about with our heroes. Alright, sounds good. Then let's take a quick break. <clears throat> Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, we keep bringing up the Dewallifier 9000. And do you know why? Because that's your bit for this season? 
Exactly, because it is unhackable. And to date, no one has been able to create an unhackable phone. Until now, our friends at the DeWallifier Co. have expanded into making phones for some reason. Introducing the DeWallifier 9000 Phone Plus. Can you text? No. Can you use apps? No. Can you make phone calls? During the full moons, yes. Can you get hacked? Well, that is an emphatic N. S-O, as in no, but misspelled with an S. You know, I could have sworn I had that spelled right earlier. Anyway, use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free Bluetooth speaker with purchase of a DeWallifier 9000 Plus phone. Important note that Bluetooth speaker is manufactured by some other company, and it can be hacked. Good to know. All right, uh, moving on to our villains. I ask you, to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Because you know who's making a Dewallifier 9000? Lewis. Who's making a bomb that will probably knock down a wall. Is that what you all will find a 9,000 is, Al? Uh, you know, I haven't actually looked at one. Um, okay. Let me get back to you on that. Okay, if it looks like a pressure cooker, run. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Lewis. Uh, we haven't talked about his uh, storyline at all. Um, yeah, he's not... Oh, I mean, he ha- th- this feels like every time, hey, Lewis, he's not doing well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, it's a direct result of last week's episode. He's mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I I genuinely cannot tell if he is affected by the fact that he just murdered someone. Well, he um, almost commits suicide. <laughs> that's true. That does kind of push him a little bit closer to the edge. You're right. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but then he decides not to, and then decides to clean up the body, I guess, um, and then make a bomb and leave it at his house. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think we'll, we'll know next episode or the next couple of episodes. Why? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm confused by this. Cause I, did he clean up the body or is the body still in that bag in the house? Yeah. He, from what I could tell, the body is still there and it's wrapped in the shower curtains. Wrapped shower in plastic. Curtain, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see a way out of this, Lewis. <laughs> I maybe he does. That's what the bomb is for. Bombs could take you pretty far in life. Um, not in any uh, like take you right problem to the solving end. way. More like yeah, yeah, exactly. More like you know, if you plan it right and you're sitting in a adamantium chair and the bomb goes off, you go flying. And if or... you're inside an adamantium. Um, refrigerator. Thank you. You'll get. That's yeah. what I was about to say. <laughs> you'll get. You get really far from the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> but you're fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Couple of bruises. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess Billy, because I don't want to <laughs> talk about Lewis anymore. <laughs> yeah. We we touched on everything that happens with him. Uh, I I'm sure his storyline will come into play later. I have a vague memory of yeah. 
where that leads because right now it's just it's it's so far from yeah. the main storyline of the stuff Frank is doing. Yep, it's yeah, it's vaguely tied to Curtis and even further away from Billy because Billy cut him off. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, there's a reason. There's a reason, not just padding because he had 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I I think I vaguely remember what the reason it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, but right. uh, William Russo, aka Billy. Um. So his full evilness, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, villainness comes out in this episode, right? Because he's he's very clearly been working with or for Agent Orange this entire time. Uh, he's yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a team of people um, running missions with him. Do you think like they, they don't say who those people are, right? Are they Anvil, his company, or are they CIA? I don't. I don't I'm know sure they're on. Anvil. Yeah, yeah. I. I think I know what the answer is, so I'm not going to say it. Um, but yeah, no Anvil idea. makes a lot of sense. Okay. I'm just going to go with Anvil makes a lot of sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he takes Bennett to Bennett's safe house, which is not nearly as nice as that CIA safe house that <laughs> Agent Orange is in. Mm-hmm. But he tells him the same, almost the same thing he tells uh, Frank. We're going to set you up with a nice new ID. You get money. You can live a new life. And then he stabs him with his uh, Assassin's Creed knife. Mm-hmm. Is this what he would have done to Frank? God, I don't. I, I don't know. Billy's think, hard to read when it comes to Frank. Yeah, I, I kind of think that he would have just had everyone that was there with him on the docks just unload on shoot Frank. Because Frank's not someone he wants to get close to. to <laughs> That's step. true. He wants. He wants. Frank over will take an, power. Frank will take an arrow to the shoulder and still kill three guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now he'll be pretty messed up. He's going to need some help uh, healing up afterwards, but he he'll still be around. <laughs> you know what's really lucky that and you know there are a lot of comics. It might have happened. That Frank never got Hulk powers. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I would love to read that. What if? <laughs> I bet it exists. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. So Billy is like kind of fed up with Agent Orange. Stuff. Oh, I gotta bleep that out with a gunshot. Ah, <laughs> uh, your turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Billy's uh, uh kind of fed up with Agent Orange's attitude a little bit. He he believes that, or he says that he wants to kill Frank just to, so he can pretend like Frank didn't beat him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. After however however much time they've worked together, probably some number of years, you'd be really tired of dealing with Agent Orange at that point and his high and mighty. Yes. That's true. Anything else for uh, William? No, no, that's it. I mean, this episode kind of makes him feel a little bit like the the hired gun of, uh, Mm -hmm. of uh, Agent Orange. I mean, he's not, it's, it's a closer partnership is what I can tell. Um, I think, they kind of implied that Agent Orange slash the CIA funded 
Anvil, funded uh, Russo's company. Um, yeah, or at least majorly subsidized it. Mm-hmm, something to that effect, yeah. Probably started throwing a lot of uh, contract work his way. Yeah. So it could grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I find interesting is that after Billy is done with Anvil, he wrote and directed like the Avengers Endgame Infinity War with his brother. Right? These are Russo brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's one of them. <laughs> yeah, those those triplets. Man, they are going far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on <laughs> to our guys in the chair. Or I just have one guy in the chair. It's David. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. He's in the chair, mm-hmm. as usual. Yeah, this time it was a car chair. He was driving. I think that's true, but still a yeah. chair. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he pulled out a little recliner so he can use his, um, like a lawn chair, so he can use his drone nicely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where do you want to start? Uh, you know, so his, his major thing this episode is, you know, he, well, as a series is he wants to go back and see his family, but, uh, he, he actually asked the question out loud this time, what's going to happen when he goes back and sees his family, right? Like he's worried that they're not going to be used to it or something. And, and Frank is like, oh no, you're fine. Your family's alive. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) but uh, I mean, Frank also pulled out the story of like, you know, having you know being deployed for a yeah. year and a half and then coming home and uh and david's like well it is a different story right like they don't know he's coming home they mm, they think he'll he never will they were at his funeral yeah yeah and then it's also it's messing up his family i don't know if zach will ever not punch his sister again yeah, that might be a thing that happens for a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, David also shows Frank the virtue of patience in this episode. Because Frank is definitely a person who would just kill Bennett and then just be back at square one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But David... Also, Frank doesn't know how to hack a phone, so... Yeah, he he reluctantly agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I've got nothing else for David. Yep, same here. All right. Um, anything for twelve percent of the plan? <laughs> nothing, nothing for me. All right, then let's move on to rating the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, Tony. How many Russo brothers do you rate this episode? Um, I will give it a Joe Russo. Mm-hmm. And an Anthony Russo. And... A Bill Russo, not a Billy Russo, half, um, just B-I-L. So mm-hmm. two and a half, two and a half Russos. Okay, all right. 
Um, I was going to go a little bit higher. Um, I was thinking at least three, maybe three and a half, but I'll, I'll leave it at three. You know, stuff happens in this episode, yeah. right? We get we get actual storylines, stuff's going on. That's um, true, but he doesn't kill anybody, so. <laughs> that's, that's true, he I'm tried. For, yeah, Punisher. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, he, he failed. He, he really wanted to kill Agent Orange there at the end, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with the three. I think that's a, that's a safe number for this. It was enjoyable. Uh, I mean, all the episodes, honestly, are good high quality it's just they're yeah. they're very dense <laughs> and honestly a little hard to talk about sometimes yeah of just hey, like uh, as a podcast mm-hmm. it just made me think uh when you talked about uh him wanting to kill agent orange uh what if that was regular glass but he accidentally used like a nerf bullet <laughs> it's just high speed that's why i cracked it but still wouldn't go through that's possible yeah uh in the comics does he have trick bullets like Hawkeye has trick arrows? Because <laughs> if he does, I might read those. <laughs> I'm, I am positive that that has never crossed his mind. <laughs> it's, it's bullets, it's knives, some explosives, and that's about it. Nope, we'll wait till his Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. But while we're waiting, guys, you can join us next time. For our 250 episode spectacular, where we will be doing the same stuff we just did, but about Punisher Season 1, Episode 8, Cold Steel. So, we probably might not even acknowledge it. Maybe slightly. Remember <laughs> to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating. Uh, as always, this is a Marvel Cinematic Rewind for the Punisher Season 1, Episode 7, Crosshairs. Signing off. With Have a Marvel I keep my crosshairs same as my victim's brain sizes Small and well-rounded with no folds for their synapses Best of all, when I line headshots, there's no overlap One tap, reload my shoddy Lankrit Damn and wonder, how did he do that? A fake being funny, lying through my teeth like Vanny Recreated season 20 in our Twitter beef but ain't he no lost. falsehood on my chops in the battlements. Call me Cleaver Combo. Leave you stunned and mad. It's part adamant. of my plan of attack. I circle fast around a gravitational pull. I work so crazy, they be claiming I'm a pull in the wall.